Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hour two of V-CIN prime time alongside Super Bowl champ, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Do you want to be referred to as former Arizona Cardinal tonight? No, just say uh, Tulane great. Okay, Tulane yeah, great. There yeah. we go. I'm not really Top off, 10 Tulane. I'm not really off the bucks. I'm just off of Brady's performance last <laughs> night. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Hour number two, some big time college basketball about to uh, be on television, including a game that Sean is on and a game that I am on Missing as well. State coming from the the rafters. Sean is, is, is that how they enter the arena? Yeah, they got the cowbells rocking down there in Stark Vegas. So Starkville. Sean cool. is uh taking the early six with Mississippi State. There was some injury news for Tennessee. They'll be without one of their top guards. So that line dropped down to five. Santiago Vescovi is out for uh, for Tennessee. They're coming off a loss this past weekend against Kentucky, yeah. but Sean's on Mississippi State, and uh, I'm on Kansas State. Home home dog against Kansas. Ooh. It's going to be a battle there. So uh, not my favorite play of the night, but it's uh, a game that I have wagered on. My favorite play of the night, Wake Forest. Hopefully they uh, can come on home against Clemson. So that game what later a, on this evening. What a turnaround for Kansas State. A lot of people picked them to finish last. In the Big 12 this Jerome year. Tang's the real deal, man. Yeah. He is the real deal. They have had a phenomenal year. Keontae Johnson, what a great story. We talked about that with Jim Root earlier. So those games about to uh, to tip off from John Ewing at BetMGM regarding Kansas and Kansas State. 54% of the bets on Kansas, 46% of the money on Kansas, and a line move from 2.5 down to 1.5. I did not get the 2.5. 
Uh, so I took the short money line price of plus 105. So those two games going on as we speak. A pretty solid night of college basketball, including, and we'll keep an eye on this one, your alma mater and Ron Hunter yeah. catching 11 at home against the mighty Houston Cougars. So a game we will keep our eyes on I, I just, as well. I, I, I got to address this. What's that? Someone is in the front row at the Mississippi State game, mm-hmm. and they have their dog with them. Sure. And the player just went in there, and he tried to bite the player. Nice. Was it the actual Mississippi State Bulldog or something? It was a Bulldog, so maybe that's what it was. Okay. All right. So we got uh, – Even if it's the mascot, like, if I'm an opposing coach, like, I'd rather my players not get bit <laughs> for, for great hustle plays. Um, we have four divisional games ahead of us this weekend, and the first one up, Jacksonville – Visiting the Kansas City Chiefs, Jacksonville right now an eight and a half point underdog against the Chiefs with the total of 53. Chiefs, of course, coming off a bye uh, as they head into this game. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who hasn't played Sean since Week 11, is uh, has been back on the practice field for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Jarek McKinnon has been a monster uh, as of late for the Kansas City Chiefs, at least touchdown wise. How do you see this game, any early feel on Jacksonville visiting the Kansas City Chiefs on Saturday afternoon? My early feel is I like Jacksonville plus the points in this situation. I just, I think confidence matters at this point of the year. Um, And I think Jacksonville is really confident after that comeback. And I don't think the Chiefs are great on defense. So I do think Jacksonville can score and, and put up points. Now, if they thought it was tough to defend Herbert, in that offense in the first half. But again, in the defense of their defense, those were a lot of short fields based on Trevor Lawrence turnovers. So, I mean, I think Jacksonville's live in this game. I know all of the experience, you know, all of the accolades, the better resumes are all, you know, on the Kansas City side. But Doug Peterson is not his first rodeo. Mm-hmm. You know, Trevor Lawrence showed a lot of poise and maturity the second half of that game. Jacksonville's going to come in this game confident. I definitely think Jacksonville is the side to take. Having said that, I know this is a bettable, forgettable. You asked me about a Edward Edwards alert. I mean, when you look at, I mean, just look at their roster. I mean, it's not like it was in the past. I mean, of course, Travis Kelsey's Travis Kelsey, but I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster's had great games. Valdez Scantlin's had great games, as you mentioned. Jarek McKinnon, uh, Watson's had some good games. Gray Hartman, Moore, Kadarius Tony. They got guys. It just gives them another weapon. So an interesting little nugget here about Kansas City is they have really been poor against the spread this year. They are one of the worst or were one of the worst regular season teams, ATS, 6-10-1 against the spread were the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Now you could chalk that up to them being overinflated because of just who they are. Uh, which which would make a lot of sense. And now they've got this extended rest. Uh, and Andy Reid and, you know, our friend Jared Smith did some uh, some research on uh, Andy Reid and, and the extended rest and how well that's played out. Andy Reid off a of bye, Sean, over his career is 21-3 and three straight up, 8-1 and one in the Mahomes era. However, as Jared pointed out, 5-4 and four ATS, including earlier this year, week nine against Tennessee. They needed overtime against Tennessee. That was the Malik Willis Tennessee Titans 
Uh, so that was uh, certainly not a cover there. So Andy Reid, historically, Sean, has been very successful with added rest, which, of course, they will have going into Saturday afternoon. But, you know, as of late, it hasn't been just, you know, blindly take the Kansas City Chiefs coming off of extra time. If we look at last week, we had, what is it, three games where the favorite was a touchdown or more, and those situations went one and two. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this week we have two of the two games. Favorite is a touchdown or more. I don't think both favorites cover. I would actually lean more towards Jacksonville covering than New York. I feel like it's a bit over I feel like the Giants and I'm not racing the lay seven and a half let me just make that clear but it, it does feel like a bit to me and I'm curious your thoughts that it's just tantalizing to have seven and a half hanging out there Eagles didn't look great they played the Giants without all their starters and they still only won by six you know in week 18 when the Giants had nothing to play for and the Eagles had a lot to play for trying to get the number one overall seed. So it almost seems too easy to take the points with the Giants here in this particular situation. My thing goes back to one observation I have, and I don't have the stats to back this up. This is just strictly an eye test from a former NFL quarterback that watches all the games. I think Daniel Jones is a much better quarterback indoors than he is outdoors in inclement weather. So I'm really anxious to see what the weather looks like in the Eagles-Giants game. Yeah. And I don't think he has the type of performance he did indoors in Minnesota. I don't think he has that kind of game outdoors in Philly, especially if it's cold, snowing, raining, some of those different types of things. So I'm waiting to get a, a better grasp of the weather before I figure out how to attack this game. The one thing I do know, Philly's greatest deficiency is their run defense. Mm-hmm. And uh, Saquon Barkley had under 10 carries versus the Vikings because they knew they could attack the Vikings in the second and third level throwing the ball. Daniel Jones was having an excellent performance, so Brian Dayball just rode him. I do think they're going to make more of a concerted effort to run the ball versus this Eagles team. Uh, so as I'm approaching it now, I'm looking at Saquon Barkley props, thinking that if I like the Giants, then I also need to like over on his props. Do you think we see another situation, Sean? Because in the Giants' victory against the Vikings, Daniel Jones not only threw for 300 yards, but rushed for 78. Well, I think his running ability is always going to be a factor. But the drives were sustained and the points were produced because he was throwing the ball with such effectiveness. And, I mean, he was crisp. He was accurate. He made great decisions. You know, that's what got the Giants past that threshold. If he's off, I don't know if they can beat Philly. And I just haven't seen him throw the ball that well once the weather turned in New York, once it got cold and playing outdoors. I have not seen him throw the ball like he threw the ball the two times they went to Minnesota. So this just isn't me on making this observation on one game. He threw the ball excellent in the regular season game at Minnesota. Yeah, and I just 30 think, of 42 for 34. Yeah, I just think he's more comfortable inside in the controlled environment and what do you and how much of that has to do with the fact that minnesota's defense is putrid and they are one of the worst defenses in the league then you look at philadelphia and you mentioned the run defense has struggled but you know they've they've got a capable pass defense only only defense i was saying that is that uh, i still don't know exactly where all the giants receivers came from 
<laughs> like when they broke training camp, like none of these guys were expected to play. Right. Like they were going to line up with Sterling Shepard, Wandale Robinson, and Kadarius Tony as their top three guys. None of those guys are available. Kenny Galladay would have been the fourth at that point. Now he's just a glorified blocker on screens. Hey, shout out to Kenny Galladay. He did his job. So now that's four guys. So the guys catching these balls are fifth, sixth, and seventh coming out of training camp. Isaiah Hodgins, you expect another big Darius game from him? Slayton, Richie James. Like, these are not guys they expected to contribute. Daniel Bellinger? Yeah, so I, I, I'm not a big fan of his. I had uh, Daniel Jones anytime touchdown, and uh, we got what we wanted, and Bellinger had false started. So I'm officially not a Bellinger fan. <laughs> Uh, I did things too. So I did throw in my first bet of the divisional round weekend was a Eagles Niners money line parlay. Run even money. Both of those teams to win. Yeah. I think the Eagles take care of business. The question is the 49ers. And we'll talk to our guy, Stats Guerrera, coming up later on in this hour. We'll talk more about this game. Oh, but, I can't wait to tell him they should play Garoppolo. But for me, doesn't it feel like kind of a sell-high spot on Dallas? Everyone couldn't talk enough crap about the Cowboys heading into the Bucks game, uh-huh. and now they play like they did against an 8-9-1 football team, and they're ready to win the Super Bowl. We'll talk more about that on the other side. And does Dallas need to sign a new kicker? That was, uh, that was something <laughs> yesterday. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is V-CIN Primetime. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4. 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Keep it rolling here on VSIN Primetime alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. I'm going to read you a tweet from Rob Doster from Field of 68, who is on site in Manhattan, Kansas, where Kansas State and Kansas are playing. This is the loudest building I've been in in a long time. Yeah, why didn't he at me? Purple cats. Why didn't he at me? What? Why didn't he at me? He's just tweeting it. Oh, I thought he added you. Just checking. I told you I was on Kansas State. Hopefully, we could bring it on home. K State off to a good start, leading fourteen to six. Sean is on. Uh, I'm on K State. Sean's on Mississippi State. Yeah. Seven five. First half lead over Tennessee. Plus three game plus six. I also have uh, two hockey games that have started. I have the Winnipeg Jets to win in regulation, and the Philadelphia Flyers to win in regulation. All right. Yeah, Winnipeg had a breakaway two on one, and the guy fell down. <laughs> All right, uh, back to the NFL. 49ers and Cowboys, Sean. The kicking situation. <laughs> I mean, Jarrah, I, I am so upset right now. He was, I mean, Dak is slamming his helmet on the sideline. Brett Maher missed four extra points. Is it four last night or four in a row going back to the Washington game? Whatever it was, it was it was not. Pre- I think it was four last night. He missed his first four, right? Yeah, it was four. <laughs> I'm actually glad he did. I, that made the game like interesting. That was the only interesting thing, and he missed his first three because he's fifty or fifty three on the year. So that's the only reason I wouldn't stress it. This has not been a recurring problem for him. So. I don't know exactly if he ate something bad in the hotel. Yeah, the or, yips, man. Yeah, but he is 50 of 53 on the year for extra points. Well, no, he missed four last night. So he was 50 of 53 in the regular season. Oh, he missed okay. four so now last night. 51 of 57? Yeah. Or 50, 58? I don't know. 57. Yeah. 58. One of them. Um, yeah, that's rough. What do you do? Do you just roll he's with... He's 9 of 11 from 50-plus. I know. He's a... 6 of 7 from 40 to 49 yards. I mean, you just... You got to hope this was a one-off. Now, where you get nervous is in the Niners game if he misses the first one. Right. He was a guy who was clearly last night... Yeah. ...had no confidence. Yeah. That... And, and I, I look, I've never kicked a football in my life. 
You've played professional yeah. football. I tried it once. It's not as easy as you think. But I'll, why was I'll, he lined up from one hash mark to know. kick the extra point, and he kept pushing it the other? I'm like, I I don't know anything. I'm not trying to sit here and pretend like hey. I I'm the kicking whisperer, but it just didn't seem to make sense to me. He lined it up on one hash mark, and he was pushing it the other way. At the end of the day, he was 30, 29 and 32 on the year as a field goal kicker in the regular season. That's pretty darn good. I know. Yeah. I mean, and all I these mean, guys he are... had the same kind of game Brady had. Brady had a three missed, four missed extra points kind of game. You know who are, you know who's the most upset about this? Anyone who had over 45 and a half. Game lands 31-14. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he missed four extra points. That's something you can't make this up. Woo! Brady throws an interception inside the five. Like, just... Yeah. Anyone who had the under last night, never in doubt. Never in so doubt. So if you're walking around today talking about, I told you the under was the play, like, just cut it out. <laughs> it's one of those where you just you just slide the ticket. I'll take my money. Yeah. yeah. What'd you play? I, I yeah. got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just, sometimes you get the luck on your side. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm serious, though. If you're the Cowboys, can you roll into Levi's Stadium on Sunday feeling confident in your kicker when... Dak Prescott is screaming on the sidelines last night. Um, and I don't know what you can do. I mean, are there guys out there right now that you can go get? I tried to kick an extra point one time. It's not as easy as you think. <laughs> but again, I'm not paid to do that. That's right. He's you know? paid to do it. So if I was, you know, Dak somebody, it piped down a little bit, brother. <laughs> <laughs> piped down a little bit, man. You know, uh, it, it, it actually made the game entertaining. I was glad we got that part of it because, like, it got to a point where nobody was really watching the game because the Cowboys, they had their foot so up the Bucks, far up the Bucks, but it just wasn't even funny. But every time Dallas scored, all of uh, the sports book oh, yeah. was, like, on the edge of their seats, and he missed it again. I mean, oh, you know, it was like it was the biggest response from the crowd after about, you know, when three he, quarters of the first quarter. When he made the final extra point, there was... They there, erupted. There was like, ah! It was, it was actually pretty entertaining. It so, was. So, to, shout out to my guy. What's his name, Mara? Brett Maher. Yeah, him. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll learn your name if you start making extra points. <laughs> Until then, you know... No yeah. relation to our Patrick Maher. Different spelling, and I, I think Patrick would make more than one of five extra points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you, when you look at this game, and we're going to talk more about it, uh, coming up bottom of the hour. What's your initial feel? Is this a situation where, look, I know Dave Ross is walking around, you know, oh, you all doubted us. Yeah, okay, pipe down. You guys haven't done anything of substance in 25-plus years. This is a very, very simple eval for me. If Brock Purdy plays well, San Francisco wins by two touchdowns. If Brock Purdy does not play well, I think Dallas wins outright. That's how much I think this game is in the hands of Purdy. So you've said all along. He has a stinker. He's got a stinker coming. He actually played it against Seattle. Well, and that's what my question to you was yesterday. And you were kind of in your, you know, Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl mindset. I was focused. Is, was Saturday afternoon his stinker? So what scares me is he didn't play good against the Raiders either. So this is kind of, yeah. Purdy balled out against the Raiders. No, he didn't. Jared Stidham balled out. I watched the game. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Sorry. I watched the yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Yeah. Jared Stidham balled out. You're right. Yeah. So, like, now it's starting to make you feel like, is this a trend? Okay, is there a reason that he was selected in the seventh round? Like, 
Last I mean, pick. He's making some bad decisions. He's throwing the ball inaccurately. He's getting aggressive when he should not be. So it's just kind of one of those things. Like he threw a post ball and was yelling at the guy, you know, but the corner had inside leverage. And then they bring up the replay and Debo Samuel was running across the field, like with no one within, you know, 15 yards of him. And so it's going to be interesting. This is going to be fascinating. I'm pulling for the youngster. I hope he gets it done, but I'm probably siding with Dallas in this one. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm probably siding with Dallas. I do think uh, Lawrence and Parsons in that front can give Purdy some trouble. Like, he's a better athlete than you think. That's one thing that doesn't get enough credit. He is actually a plus athlete. But if there's one team you don't want to be errant throwing the football with, it's Dallas. I mean, they lead the, don't they lead the league this year in interceptions for the second year in a row? They did last year. Um, I know that for sure. Um, I was impressed by the way Dallas's defense kind of got back to, remember all early on, I would say first half of the season, you and I both had them in our top five because of the way the defense was playing. Mm-hmm. And Dak, look, give Dak a lot of credit. He was, he was great yesterday. 25 of 33, four touchdowns. Ran the ball a little bit, had that bootleg touchdown accounted for five touchdowns. Are we going to get that Dak against San Francisco? Uh, can we? Hey can man, we, can spark we, start fires. That's I what I was raised on. Spark start fires. He's feeling good about himself. He spread the ball around. Dalton Schultz, C.D. Lamb, like everybody was. This is still the, the quarterback though that had 15 picks in what was it? Is this considered 12 games? Is this considered a revenge spot? Dallas since this is how they exited the playoffs last year and it was on a very very controversial Dak Prescott decision to what he ran a quarterback draw or something and they ran out of time ran out of time yeah so 23-17 if you believe in that revenge angle I mean this is kind of they were at home last year they're on the road this year same opponent though yep yeah and same situation in the playoffs I think San Francisco I mean I I think this team is just better San Francisco is better right now yeah than they were last year I think San Francisco wins. I don't know if I'm racing to lay three and a half. If it gets a three, I probably have to take San Francisco. I, I just feel like, to me, this is the classic spot, right? Right. Everyone thought the, the Cowboys stunk because they played like absolute garbage against Washington. Right. Then they go out and play like world beaters against Tampa Bay. Look, Tampa Bay was not good this year. Don't say anything bad about the Bucs. They were 8-9-1. and one. I And I said they were 1-6-1 and one ATS at home. Bucks were the better team. Brady played bad. Bucks were the better team. <laughs> Dak was slicing them up like a ninja yeah, he through the air. Good last night, man. So I, I, I can't wait. This is uh, of the four games this weekend. What is the one that you're most excited to watch? Cowboys Niners, of course. Better, I mean, more I, than I, Bills. Th- Bengals? I think the only game I'm not really excited to watch is Bengals Bills. Why? Because yeah. the Bengals O line's not there. I know. I've, I've seen this. I know how this is going to play out. Hold on, let me just do something. Get it. I'm gonna see if Jig Jock can. Like, is it is it the two over, overnight us some of those wings? Is it the two Bs now? Because you got to put the line through Bucks and Brady. Is it just Burrow and Bengals, or have you already sold sold that stock? Just gonna watch from the stands and see what happens. Can the 49ers <laughs> take care of business on Sunday? We'll find out next. King on VSEN, the sports betting network.
Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Betting splits page is the is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Alongside Super Bowl champ, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. What's wrong? Thinking about Brady's performance last night. Wow. I would appreciate Kansas stop making buckets. I was going to try to come You know, out. he actually played the exact same game Brock Purdy played. Just the Niners played so much better around him that it didn't matter. Interesting take. Let's see what our next guest thinks of that. Rob Stats Guerrera, the one and only. You can find him on Twitter, at Stats on Fire. Hosts a podcast talking about the NFL and about the Niners. You could follow all of that. Go to his Twitter page, at Stats on Fire. What did you take away from Brock Purdy's performance, his playoff debut stats on Saturday afternoon in the Bay Area? I think Sean's exactly right. I mean, look, Brady's performance was just like Brock's performance, except without all the yards and touchdowns. <laughs> you know, come on, hey, Sean. Hey, listen, here's why you can't just go by statistics. This was the flukiest 333, 32-yard, three-touchdown game I've ever seen. The <laughs> amount of that yardage just run after the catch is unbelievable. He was inaccurate on at least his first 12 throws of the game. I mean, awful. Guys running wide open. They got to stop, turn around to catch the ball. I mean, they got in the red zone. He wasn't even close to completing any of those passes. I'm just telling you, I don't even know if how he plays matters because that's how good I think the 49ers are everywhere else. You're right about that. He was as shaky as ever to start the game. He looked like Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs to start that game, to be totally honest with you. Inaccurate, putting the ball in harm's way, could have been intercepted in the red zone. but. Kyle, this is, see, Kyle is smart. First drive of the second half, they had a 13-play, 75-yard drive. Ten of those plays were run. Kyle just took the ball out of his hands a little bit, let the running game take over, and then he let Brock throw after he kind of gained his confidence back a little bit. But you're, it doesn't matter, Sean. They all count, whether they're cheap, whether they're not cheap. All that matters is the offense moves and they put up points, and they've done that scoring almost 35 points a game since Brock's taken over. You know, didn't I see some crazy stat where the Niners were scored on every uh, first drive of the second half this season? Wasn't it something crazy that I saw? Uh, I don't know that it's that good, but they are very good uh, coming out of halftime. Shanahan scripts the first few plays coming out of halftime every week. He says he spends apparently like days just thinking about that. We're talking once again with Rob Stats Guerrero. You can find him on Twitter at Stats on Fire. So stats looking ahead to Dallas. Actually, before we get to Dallas, Sean's been saying it, and he's not the only one, right? Brock Purdy's a rookie. He was the last pick in the NFL draft. He is due for a, quote, stinker at some point. Now, you can make an argument, and I'm curious your thoughts, that Kyle Shanahan makes that hard to do because of the way he schemes it up and the weapons are all around him. Or did we see his stinker to start that game? That first drive, Sean 
had a story yesterday about his first career start in the NFL playoffs and how he needed to go call some dinosaurs on the sideline, you know, you know, put his <laughs> finger down his throat. So Purdy was a bit shaky. It and, works. Stats, it works. And then he seemed to kind of get unshaky as the game went on. Was that Brock stinker, in your opinion? I think that's as close as he's going to get because, like Sean said, the offense around him and the guy calling plays, it's just it's so much. If you look at just the plays on Saturday where the Niners had their starting group of skill players all on the field at the same time, so Kittle, Debo, IU, Christian McCaffrey, Juszczyk, there were 17 plays in that game where all of them were on the field at the same time, and the Niners gained over 15 yards per play with that personnel grouping. It's easy for Brock. He's throwing the guys that are open by five and six yards. I mean, if he can't hit those, I don't care if you're the last pick of the draft or whatever. If you can't hit those, you can't play. And clearly, he can at least hit those, and that might be enough. It might be. The only alarming thing for me is I didn't think he played well in the Raiders game either. So that's two of the last three games where he's looking a little shaky. And it'll be interesting because I don't know exactly what Dallas is. I mean, this is a revenge spot. For them, uh, stats, your 49ers sent them home last year. Uh, Dak has to have a sour taste in his mouth, you know, for deciding to either call that quarterback draw on his own or accept the call that was being sent in. Either way, it, it did not work out in Dallas's favor. They got to be confident coming into this game. My question for you is this. The one thing we have not seen is Brock playing from behind. Like, I know the Seahawks kicked a field goal with no time left. That doesn't count. Like, really behind, like down eight, ten minutes ago in the fourth. You know, down five, four minutes ago in the fourth. How do you think he handles that situation if it presents himself? They were, he was down in the Raiders game, and they came back and won. I mean, think about it this way, Sean. You're telling me Brock hasn't played well lately, and the 49ers are still scoring 35 points a game? Yeah, they're that good they around gonna, him. How many are they going to score if he turns it on? That would be my question to you. And spare me with the Dallas Cowboys are really mad. Okay, why? Because they beat the Buccaneers. The 49ers beat the Buccaneers worse than Dallas did this year. Y'all cheated. That wasn't that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't roughing the quarterback on the first play of the game. That changed the whole flow of the game. Brock's first start ever. He took Brady to the woodshed. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for this game because I think we're gonna find out so much about so many things. Because to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Dak. Plays like this the rest of the playoffs. He has that ability. They have that kind of talent. I'm interested to see what Brock looks like against what, in my opinion, the best defense he's seen in quite some time. I mean, the Bucks, Bucks defense has names. They haven't been playing great. Cardinals, I mean, they were just J.J. Watt. It was his, you know, send-off game. You know, a lot of emotion there. They were not good on defense anyway. Raiders aren't very good on defense. So this is going to be interesting because this is by far the best and most complete defense that Purdy will have faced. I totally agree with that. And I would be a little bit worried other than the fact that one Purdy has shown some escapability, which is very athletic. He's going to need a little bit of that. Uh, And two, just Kyle Cohen plays. I mean, he's in his bag right now. There are some coaches that elevate in the playoffs. I think Doug Peterson is one of those. And I think we saw that in their big comeback win over the the, uh, chargers. And I think Kyle Shanahan is as well. He can scheme guys open. I have all the confidence in the world that he knows exactly how to hurt Dan Quinn's defense. And I'm sorry, but in a matchup of Mike McCarthy against Kyle Shanahan, 
I'm taking Kyle Shanahan. Now, I caught up in the car that's sitting out on the street. You know, you go to the car dealership. You know, they got one of their nice cars right out there in the front. You, you <laughs> went to look at the Ultima. You end up looking at, you know, the, the, the one that's like six times the price because it's there. No one's talking about this Niners defense that's been far from dominant the last few weeks. I mean, Geno Smith and that Seattle offense, I mean, that was the reason Seattle was in the game because San Francisco couldn't get any stops. All of a sudden, Ward is looking like he can't run anymore. All of a sudden, on third down, Warner and crew aren't making plays. Is this just kind of the yin that goes with the yang over a course of a whole season? Are people finally starting to find some loopholes in D'Amico's scheme, or do you have a, another opinion? I mean, they gave up 23 points, six of which were a complete garbage-time touchdown that the Niners didn't even care about last week. So what are we what are we really that concerned about? I think the Niners defense has been so good that when they do give up multiple touchdowns, people are sitting there going, oh, my God, what's wrong with the 49ers defense? I mean, are they as good as earlier in the year when they were giving up 11 points a game over the first five weeks? No, but that's pretty damn hard to do over a full season. Uh, the only area where the Niners defense can be hurt is deep passes down the field. They've given up eight passing plays of 50 yards or more on this season. That is the most in the NFL. So I think it's going to depend on which Dak shows up. Is it the Dak we saw against the Buccaneers, who was pretty much perfect? Or is it the Dak who led the league in interceptions going against the defense that tied for the league lead in interceptions? Well, well I know defense. That's the one thing I know. I sat on the sideline and I watched the most dominant one <laughs> in the history of this league. And I'm just telling you stats. They need to tighten the screws up a little bit. Their run fits are slightly off. They're not tackling it as well in space as they were before. And they're definitely not contesting as many catches as they have been earlier in the season. One thing that Kyle Shanahan said that kind of caught my eye is he said it's been a few weeks since they kind of like had their back against the wall because they clinched so early this year. And so it kind of took them a half to realize like, oh, yeah, we really need to play here like turn it up a notch and I think they did in the second half what's yeah. the final score on Sunday stats I'll go 32 21 Cowboys <laughs> get out of here y'all not scoring 31 against a defense that held Brady to 14 come on it's not <laughs> happening did Gardner Minshew put up on him <laughs> he just told the world that Bucks and Brady were going to get you rich, and then, you know, they lost by a gajillion. Stats, as always, man, we, we appreciate stats. it. Thank you. There he is. Stats Guerrera. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the exactly. Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK systems sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN prime time. Sean is on Mississippi State first half and full game tonight. Yeah. And Mississippi State leading 21 to 13 with three and a half minutes to go in the first half. You took them plus what, three first yeah. half? Yeah. All right. Uh, I am on Kansas State on the money line. It was plus 105. K State leading 38 to 32. I was looking for. Maybe an in-game spot to back the Jayhawks here to try. You missed try, it. Try to get that middle. I did. Yeah, when they had the plus eight and a half and the plus three something, I think money line. That was a time to attack. Well, for some reason, Circa didn't put up the in-game here. Oh, so I could. Well, not. you know, they only do it during timeouts. Well, they even have. They don't. They do select. Yeah, and they don't do in-game for everything. Games, so um, we will see. But. Uh, Kansas State, we'll see if uh, their red-hot shooting can, t- can continue. Uh, Sean's alma mater, Tulane, big spot against the number one team in all the land, the Houston Cougars tonight. 
and they head into the locker rooms, do the green wave down 42-30-40-32. So uh, there you go. Wake Forest still to come tonight against Clemson, a game that I like. Uh, Jim Root on the Cyclones of Iowa State. That game coming up top of the hour as well. So uh, a good basketball slate tonight here uh, on a Tuesday evening. If you're listening or watching Mm -hmm. and you're in a state that offers DraftKings, just go into your app right now and and put $20 on Miles Murphy to be the number one pick in the draft. It's 200 to 1. And I'm telling you, He's the real deal. You love Miles Murphy. He's going to measure off the charts. His athleticism's elite. He has the production, the tape. I'm just telling you, go put 20 bucks on Miles Murphy. All right. 20 bring you back four grand. Well, uh, maybe we'll revisit the uh, the draft a little bit. Three later. boxes of cereal. <laughs> man, I go to Costco, man. I get frosted mini wheats for six bucks. It lasts me months. Who in the heck eats? Frosted mini wheats. Who doesn't? I love frosted, frosted flakes, not mini wheats. Oh, fro- overrated. Come on, frosted man. flakes, incredibly man, overrated. Get out of dodge. Once you man. put milk on it, it's you've just never seen soggy. frosted mini wheats in a movie, like in a hood movie where they go and get the, the, the cereal out of the. The only thing in the whole cabinetry is the cereal, a box of cereal and a bowl. <laughs> you know why he's ever put mini wheat anything out of there? What's that matter? That Muhlenberg stuff, man. Get that out of here. I mean, why don't you worry about telling Listen, people that... Listen, hit me up on hold Twitter, on, hold on, hold on. Real Sean King, if you eat mini wheats. Like, uh, who eats mini frosted wheats? Frosted doesn't matter. They're still mini wheats. I'm saying frosted flakes are incredibly overrated. I'm not saying that mini wheats are the best cereal out there. I just think frosted flakes, once you put milk on them, incredibly overrated. They get soggy. They lose the frostiness. You got to eat them quick. I'm more of a Fruit Loop guy than I love Captain Crunch at times. Oh, Captain Crunch, will, that, I mean, that's like dangerous. Honey, cut nut, your, honey uh, nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios, I'll agree with you on that. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is, is the OG. Like sometimes though. I get in a chocolate mode. I like the cocoa, like the uh, chocolate cocoa. But like, I'm, a, I'm a cereal guy. I'm a connoisseur. I am too. Not if you eat mini wheats. Frosted mini wheats. Nothing wrong with that. What are you, vegan? That's like a vegan cereal. Mini wheats. Give me a cereal that has meat in it. Obviously, cereal doesn't have meat in it. I'm saying. And if I was a vegan, in the realm of cereals, on. like vegan is like if you're gonna a mini wheats are like on, on the vegan side of other food. If you're gonna try for digs, first off, don't we're talking cereal, so vegans don't eat cereal with milk. Duh. Yeah. So how but would I'm I talking be? Like how would I be a in vegan in the stratosphere of cereal? Mini wheats is on the vegan side. What the hell? You make no sense. It's almost like telling people that Tom Brady and the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I apologize. If you listen to me say that, listen, I, I didn't know Tom had gotten old. I, I, I called a nurse at home. They said he took all his vitamins. They said they did blood work, everything. It checked out. Obviously, I was wrong. This is how horn frog bites. This is how horn frog yeah, I didn't know. Bites. I didn't know TCU. I didn't know horn frogs were off on Mondays. Yeah. They're unletdownable. Yeah, they lost by Oh, Georgia just scored another touchdown. All right. Um, <laughs> speaking of Tom Brady and the old man that can he I is. Can I send you back somewhere? Where did I get you? Well, from? you I mean, look, you come at me. I like my I like all You said you eat frosted mini wheats. They're delicious. Man, get out of Dodge, man. Nobody, you nobody first got mini wheats in their cabinetry. This started with you saying that three boxes of cereal equals twenty dollars. And I was just telling you that I got two big old bags from Costco for seven bucks. Frosted mini wheats, baby. I do like Honey Nut Cheerios. All right. <laughs> Is Tom Brady playing next year? Yeah. All right. He sounded like it. So we got some odds. He sounded like courtesy it. Courtesy of DraftKings regarding 
where Tom Brady will take his next regular season snap. The Bucs are the favorite. Now, they fired, reportedly, Byron Lefwich, the offensive coordinator today. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I would lean good thing. Uh, if you think Brady will be back. Raiders plus 250. Niners plus 350. He's not going to San Francisco. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think he's going back. To, if he's playing again, he's not playing in Tampa. No, I don't think he's playing in Tampa. So what does that boil down to? I think he's going to the city that we currently reside in. And I think the black 12 jersey is going to be the most like purchased jersey in the history of sports. It will be very popular. <laughs> yeah, so just, there's going to be a Raiders Brady next year in black with the, what is it, the silver 12 on it? I mean, this thing is going, they're going to sell, let's give a number. They'll sell 4 million of them. We'll give like a crazy number. Like, he'll be in the Raiders. He'll be here with the Raiders. I. And I don't think he's going to be successful here at the Raiders because they kind of got the same problems that Tampa has. They, just, they don't have as good a defense. Like, that offensive line in Vegas is not very good. And at this point in Brady's career, he needs an elite offensive line. Mm-hmm. So if you're, the, if you're the Las Vegas Raiders, Tom Brady's a free agent. Absolutely. You Josh, Josh McDaniels and Tom are, have an incredible rapport, working history together from their time in New England. So all that lines up. What else do you do? Do you go draft a quarterback? Do you draft weapons? See, I, I Because I Tom Brady's 40, he'll be 46 next year. So it's not like here's he's the, your future. Here's the problem. It's a, it's a one-year gap. And I said this. They were going to be just good enough. They were going to win some games they shouldn't have won, which is going to ultimately keep them out of the range to get one of these young quarterbacks. Get Anthony Richardson. And to be honest, they need defensive help and offensive line help more than they need a young quarterback. So you're picking at seven. I know we're going down the weeds, and we've got months before the draft. You're at number seven. Mm-hmm. Let's say... Two of the quarterbacks go in the top six, maybe three, because right. we know quarterbacks I feel get very comfortable in saying that that's one hundred percent going to happen. Okay, so three of the top, let's say Levis, Stroud, and Young all gone. That means three other picks. You've got Jalen Carter. You've got your guy right. Murphy. Whatever. Right. There's a strong likelihood that the best offensive lineman on the board is available at seven for the Raiders. Very true. Is that what you do? Well, you just got to – it depends on where that offensive lineman fits in your eval. Is he a transcendent, once-in-a-lifetime guy that's going to be plug-and-play, or is he just the highest-rated guy this year? Like, those two things, to put context on how I would approach the draft as a GM, matter. Because every year, the draft class isn't the same of from a strength standpoint from different positions. So – just because he's the number one offensive line guy this year, where would he rank the last few years? Mm-hmm. And depending upon what that answer is for me, that's the decision I would make. But, I mean, they need help everywhere. They got one great defensive player, and that's Max Crosby. That's it. But if you're going out and getting Tom Brady, as you alluded to, at plus 250, once again, they're the second favorite are the Raiders to land Tom Brady or to have him. That's where he takes his first snap of the regular season. I would say, it, I mean, it all based, it's all about our board, but don't you go out and get an offensive lineman? If, you know, the, the Northwestern kid is is that good? Or whatever it is, you know? Uh, I just think, again, it comes down to how that grade comes down. Because when you're the Raiders and you need offensive line help and defensive help, you take the best available player. Like, this is what you do. 
Tom Brady in silver and black, oh, 46 man. years old. Man, you don't be that 12. Oh, man. Maybe he'll come live in your uppity neighborhood. Yeah, I probably think he's, he probably was Gruden was. <laughs> well, we do know one thing. Tom Brady's not winning the Super Bowl, which means Sean will not be in our next guest's newest show. Doug Ellen joins us, top of the hour. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.